His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. So right before I got a little sick, my husband and I were taking a little getaway to Nashville. And one thing I realized is that if you drive from here to Nashville, there is my favorite place a little bit off of the path. A little bit off? (laughs) Really? So, well, it depends on who you ask me or my husband, whether it's a little bit or a lot of bit (laughs) off of the path. (laughs) So here's the question that I put on Instagram. We're on a road trip and I have a question for you. So there's a Taco John's 23 minutes outside of our path, right? One way. (laughs) So it's 46. As someone who doesn't get Taco John's very often, I think that's like no big deal. But Tim is not so sure. (laughs) But where are we going, babe? Taco John's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's so good to me. Now he was cut off. Yeah. He, but he made a point. Uh-huh. He said it's 23 minutes one way, which that is a 46 minute trip. Yeah. So do you think that's extreme for Taco John's? Yeah. Yes. No, mm-hmm. it's not. Oh, it sure it is. Uh, it's the best food ever. It's like a taste of my childhood. There's not that many around here yet. So when you have an opportunity like that, you have to take it. And Poor man, taco. that potato that potato olay was so good. And the taco bravo. Mm. Wasn't there something missing though? Um, and oh, this was funny. <laughs> There's something missing. Well, the, the nachos Navidad aren't out yet. I know. Don't you like those though? Oh yeah. I'll have to go back for Christmas time. Oh my god. You gotta go all the way back for that. I literally walked in the door and I was dancing like I couldn't stop and the worker was like, are you okay? I'm like, you have no idea. I'm so excited to be here. And she's like, I wish I felt that way about being here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so her little jot off the interstate to go to this Taco John thing. Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to belittle your Taco John's. I know you love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Just a taco. Turned out to be... Don't make me punch you. Turned out to be 46 minutes, (laughs) a little detour for her. So we're wondering this morning, what would you drive out of the way for? Maybe you've done that. What have you driven out of the way for? What is the story? Are you like Allie? You'll go above and beyond to get to where you want to go to eat at a Taco John type of restaurant. I kind of want to go there for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, poor Tim. That is like hours and hours and hours away. So worth it. <laughs> she says. 800-447-7234. More than just pretty voices. Oh, so Allison went on a road trip with her husband from here to Nashville, Tennessee. On the way is her favorite taco joint. It's Taco John's. But it's not like right off an exit. It's how far off an exit? 23 miles. Which her <laughs> <One> husband <way. laughs> her husband mentioned this. That's really 46 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long it's a long jaunt, but he agreed and that tasted so good. So we started thinking about the time that you actually did something like that. You drove out of your way to go somewhere because you wanted to. You just had to have that taste. So we're hearing from uh, Gina, what is it for you? I moved to Maryland. And there was no Waffle House in Maryland. And I really needed some hash browns. <laughs> this, I was 19 years old, just to say. 
And we drove until we found a Walker house. And it wound up being about four hours. Are you kidding me? Whoa. That's an eight-hour <laughs> trip, girl. We just a four-hour road trip and found a Waffle House. And then they didn't have chili. And I have to have chili on my hash browns. <laughs> so we waited. I waited another hour and a half after we got there for them to cook more chili. Oh, my word. <laughs> How did it taste? Those were the best hash browns I ever had. <laughs> I'm sure, especially <laughs> that big trip that you oh. took. Some texts are coming in, 800-447-7234. Mel says, I totally support the Taco John's pilgrimage. I have driven two and a half hours just to go to a Del Taco because the closest one's in Columbia from Gaston County. On a cross-country road trip, we made a detour at 3 a.m. to take pics in front of Duck Commander in Louisiana. No way. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be willing to put up a little windshield time. <laughs> That's funny. Now, Mark might need some counseling. In, he says, in 84, we moved from Highland, Indiana to Kissimmee, Florida. In one weekend, we drove back to Indiana just to go to Ramona's, get a Ramona's hoagie. 20 hours each way. 20 hours. I need to eat one of those. If someone's willing to drive that far, I need to eat one of those. Oh, yeah. It's got to be good. It sounds like Allie's getting ready to take a 20-hour road trip now. (laughs) Indiana, who's in? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We have the opportunity to catch up with Michael Jr. You'll know him as a comedian. We got to know him, oh, a few years ago when he was in the war room. Amazing character in the war room. And now he is coming out in theaters on Thursday only with More Than Funny. Everyone has a punchline. Michael Jr. is along with us. And Michael, you had a change in comedy, and it all started in an autograph line. What was the switch here when it came to what you do? So this autograph line outside of uh, Los Angeles a Comedy Club, and right before I got on stage, I had a change in mindset about comedy. Normally, when a comedian gets on stage, we're all about getting laughs. But I felt this shift take place where instead of trying to get laughs, I was supposed to go up there and give them an opportunity to laugh. This changed everything, because now I'm not looking to take, I'm just I'm looking for an opportunity to give. That shift was bananas. It seemed simple, but it literally changed the game. So then we started doing, uh, so I'm outside the club that night and I noticed a homeless guy. So I've added to my tour to stop at homeless shelters, prisons, abused children's facilities, anything we could find before the big comedy show that night. And that really was the beginning of something, well, more than funny. So, Michael, why did you go into the woods looking for homeless people? Uh, because I was performing at this homeless shelter one day. If you're just tuning in, I also perform at really large venues, not just homeless shelters. <laughs> anyway, um, so we were, uh, you know, I started doing comedy at these homeless shelters before my big show, and this guy walks in named John Ramsey, and he introduces me, and he tells me that he gets on his ATV, and he finds homeless people who are living in the woods. And I was like, dude, can I go with you? And if anybody is watching right now, in the backdrop, you can actually see John Ramsey. We're in our, we're on our way to the woods. And if the people, this family is getting kicked out the woods by city enforcement. Mm-hmm. And they think we're city enforcement coming to kick them out. But when she makes eye contact with John Ramsey, she falls into his arms and starts crying. And we helped him get into a place uh, it's a lot better than where they were. Good night. Now, now, you actually have been able to translate this into other people helping other people on the verge of losing their homes. Yeah, it's been really kind of bananas what's happened as a result of this. It's like the revelation I feel like I have is is the way God, the way 
comedy works is there's a setup and then there's a punchline. Well, the setup is when a comedian makes you think one way, but the punchline is when he changes that direction in a way you're not expecting. Well, life is the same way. Uh, there's a setup. Your setup is what you receive, but your punchline is about what you're called to deliver. And a lot of people know their setup, but we really need to understand what is our punchline because everyone has something to deliver and you don't know what you're called to deliver, you'll think you need more setup. If I could just get married, if I could just get a bigger house, if I could just, if I could just, what you really need to know is what is your punchline. So this movie coming out on Thursday, one night only, is going to do just that. We're gonna laugh. It's 97% funny. Same stand-up comedy I've done on Tonight Show, Comedy Central, all of these late night shows, but at the same time, it's, uh, it's more than funny. So what do you hope your kids get out of this movie? My kids? Yeah. Um, scholarship? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, nice ride to college, huh? <laughs> my, yeah. My kids actually have gone to some shelters and some different places along with me, which is pretty awesome and amazing, by the way. So, um, yeah, my kids are, are all about supporting their dad and being there for me. I just want my kids mainly to walk in the purpose that they have. And I want everybody watching to do the same thing. So this comedy special is really about inspiring purpose. Yeah, but it's 97% funny. Same funny I've done on Tonight Show, Comedy Central, all of the late night TV shows. People are going to go to this on Thursday. What are you hoping they walk away with? I hope they walk away understanding that they have a punchline. But there's a call to action that happens in the theaters. We're not even talking about online. But there's a strategic call to action that takes place that I'm so excited about. I can't even tell you, man. So you're gonna be laughing, and then suddenly we're in the woods. You're laughing, then all of a sudden we're um, we're with homeless people uh, at a shelter. You're laughing, like everything changes in the midst of, like it's really pretty cool what goes down. I love it, Michael Jr. making a difference through comedy, which is amazing. More than funny, everyone has a punchline. It's in theaters on Thursday only. Michael Jr., thanks for the time today. Really do appreciate it. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Something that you went to great lengths. You drove forever to get there because you just needed it. At 800-447-7234. Allie did that on a quick road trip that she and her husband took. But off that road trip was a 46-minute little round trip to a Taco John's off the interstate. And if you don't know what Taco John's is, it's like the most amazing fast food taco place. So good. Ever. 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 Okay, so what about your story at 800-447-7234? Malcolm drove two hours one way to get Mod Pizza in Charlotte just this weekend. His new wife, and he love it. Uh, they've enjoyed it before they got married, so that was kind of romantic. Oh, nice little trip like that. Now, Michelle says, I was craving the creamy vegetable soup from Dixie Stampede, so we drove four hours to have it for dinner and came back that same night. I wonder which one she went to. Was it Pigeon Forge or Myrtle Beach? Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> there's one in each direction, right? Okay, so we're hearing from Melody. Melody fell in love with a young man in this area where there's Bojangles, and he took her to Bojangles for the very first time. She went back to Florida. There's no Bojangles in Florida, except for where again? I went back home to Florida. I looked up the nearest Bojangles, and it was an hour away from me. My sister loved Bojangles because when she came up to visit, she loved it too. So we drive an hour to a Bojangles and an hour back because we wanted the chicken again, and that was the closest one to us. Oh, and it reminded you of someone you love. Exactly. So it was bow time for Melody. 
What about you? 800-447-7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'll just I'll just directly say to Allison. Allie? Yeah. I'm sorry. For what? Calling Taco John's Taco John. Thank you. <laughs> She's corrected me a lot. And I just have ignored. And I can no longer ignore. So do I you said thank you. Does that mean I'm a I you for, Sure, just don't for, do it again. Forgive me for calling it Taco John. <laughs> I forgive you this time. <sighs> Good. So it's Taco John's. She drove with her husband 46 minutes round trip off the interstate on a road trip that they were taking already to go to this Taco John's place. Yeah, but I don't think I'm that weird anymore. Mm, I never I thought know. you were weird. <laughs> oh, it was kind of different, but never thought weird. Evidently, more people do that at 800-447-7234. The texts are coming in. Rob says he and his sister had a thing where they would drive an hour and a half to go to a small cafe in Roswell, North Carolina. Some of the best times on the road and pretty decent pancakes for breakfast. Mm. And Zach says, I grew up in North Carolina, moved to Colorado after college. There are no Krispy Kreme donuts in Colorado. Oh, my gosh. They opened one in Omaha, Nebraska, so a group of us drove eight hours each way for some hot glazed donuts. And let me point that out. I have done that drive many times because I'm from Iowa. That is a boring eight hours. Like, that's not just a normal eight-hour drive. That is like... Nothing across Nebraska flatland. You have to be craving donuts to do a 16-hour yes. round trip. Yes, you do. And Ooh. and have some good company in the car with you. So how many times did you do that trip to the Krispy Kreme? No, I, I didn't know about it. You didn't know? Okay. It almost sounded like she did it, didn't it? Okay, so Jason, what about you? What's your story? I drove all the way to Tennessee for apple pies. A buddy of mine said, will you pick me up some apple pies when you're down there? I've never been to the place. And he said he drives down there, and we're from Star City, North Carolina. So it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. That is extreme. Where's the apple pie? I don't remember the name of it. It's a, um, they make homemade fresh apple pies, and it's just a little apple orchard on a back road. I even had a GPS, had to get there, and still got lost. <laughs> so was it worth it? Yes, they are good. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Well, to make it. What? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. She'll well, this, make it. This will help you out. You'll get excited about okay. this. You love the cooking shows. Oh, yeah. Well, out of South Bend, Indiana, there's another cooking sensation. His name is Roman. He's got a YouTube channel. He's just cooking up a storm. <laughs> No pun intended with the storm. Okay, gotcha. But uh, the weird thing is he's only two years old. Two, as in two years on this planet. So uh, he, it just happened on a whim. He was outside playing because he's one of these very energetic kids. Uh, nobody here knows about energetic kids. But he loves to play outside, and it just started raining. So he didn't want to come in, so mom had to be creative. Hey, let's cook something. So he just started cooking, and he took to it. And according to mom, he's just a natural. I asked him to ask the ingredients. And I asked him the baking instructions. Everything else, all the little bits of him saying, hello, it tastes yummy, smells yummy. It's so yummy. That's all him, 100%. So, I mean, she made a video of him cooking. He's got a little little, uh, apron thing with his name on it. And, of course, once it went up on the Internet, it went crazy. Everybody on the planet, including the Pope, was watching. 
And so now she's got to put one out every month because it's just, uh, you can't not do that, right? You got to give the people what they want. So he has his own little cooking show now on YouTube. Yeah. Nice. And, and he samples it while he's cooking. <laughs> and it, it lands on his face and stuff. But uh, it's pretty nice. And then he got people, uh, people and companies actually sending him gifts and stuff. Uh, Amazon PR team sent him a play food truck. No way. Yeah. Wow. I know. And they said, hey, we have to deliver it to, they have a relative that has like a toy store or something. They're having them all delivered there so they're not all piled up on their front door. That's a terrible, terrible thing, isn't it? I hate it when so many gifts pile up. And even moms who can't have children, they say, this helps me so much because we're trying to have a kid, but your son just brings us so much joy. So it gives him hope. That's good. Isn't that crazy? It just because he didn't want to come in from the rain. Maybe he'll have a cookbook next. Yeah. That's and good. we can feature him here. He'll be here talking about it. Yes. And make his favorite recipes. Uh-huh. We have a little booster seat, don't we? Yeah, I'm sure we do. Okay, I'll give it up. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Discovering the adventures that people take to go to a place where they love to eat, even if it's hours away. So what about you at 800-447-7234? Ashley texted and said, when we were moving back to North Carolina from California, we found a Fazoli's in Amarillo. You believe we stopped and spent an hour enjoying it. Do you remember Fazoli's? You guys oh, are yeah. I do. The breadsticks? Mm, so good. Whatever happened to them? Uh, I guess they closed up. There's still a few around, but you got to hunt for them now. Oh, man. Morgan says, my parents drove six hours to Myrtle Beach just for Sam's Corner Corn dogs. Oh, must ooh, be good. They, yeah, really, it must be good. Bernadette is here. What about you, Bernadette? I grew up in the Philippines, and it's been like 14, 15 years at that time when um, they had a this food chain called Jollibee. It, they have this famous chicken or chicken joy that we have in the Philippines in Virginia Beach, and we live here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So when they first opened, we drove to Virginia Beach about three hours away to have this chicken joy or the chicken joy and um, drove back home. And we actually even stood in line for about two hours to get this food. So that was so, six, five hours. Did you have to have like lunch and dinner in between? Oh, well, we had some take home. <laughs> <laughs> you ate on the way home like that. Well, I back for that. So. You know... I'm hungry. Oh, that chicken sounds so good. It does, doesn't it? All this food? Mm. Uh, I'm never hungry. I'm good. <laughs> He's always hungry. If well, probably. Were, I was going to say, if there were potato LA's in front of you from Taco John's, you'd eat them. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <laughs> can you run up there real quick and get sure, them? Sure, no problem. Yeah, it's only 18 hours and 43 minutes. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Waco, Texas. It's the Merry and Bright Christmas experience Magnolia style, which is going to be really cool because you'll go to Waco, home of Chip and Joanna Gaines, which the silos and the Magnolia Market and Garden is theirs. And you will have a shopping spree there. Plus, you'll eat at their Magnolia table. And I just found out, that's like a breakfast joint. It's pretty cool when you go there. Plus, all the sights and sounds that are around Waco. So you can go through the Dr. Pepper Museum if you want, or Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Buzzard Billy's Restaurant. I wonder if they sell venison there. That sounds like a game kind of restaurant, doesn't it? Okay, very good. So, it's in Waco. You could win it. Text the word WACO to 800-447-7234. That's the word WACO. 
800-447-7234. You might be going on that trip, and that's because you'll be a part of share that's coming up November the 5th. It's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. (laughs) That was not appropriate. Oh, okay. How about this? Yeah. Thank you. The word Waco, 800-447-7234. And pray for Allie. She has that thing in her throat right now. Excuse me. So Elena is hearing about this whole Merry and Bright Magnolia Christmas experience that someone, maybe even you, could win from his radio. Text the word Waco to 800-447-7234. What are your thoughts about that, Elena? What are you thinking here? Because I've watched that show for years, and I just love it. And I think they're wonderful people, and I just I would love to see it in person. It's a, a bucket list item, isn't it? Yes, I love to make old things new. There's a shopping spree, you know. And the Magnolia yeah. Garden. So what do you think you'd get? Well, I like the metal letters. They're cute. And, of course, some of her arrangements, if I could fit one on a plane, I would love one of her natural arrangements. Those are beautiful. Or some baskets, whatever. I love baskets. You sound like a decorator. I'm a retired grandma, and I have always loved to redo stuff. I used to do it because I had to, but now I just do it for fun. That's awesome. I like to go to the thrift stores and find beautiful material that is an old-fashioned dress nobody wants anymore, and I just cut it up and make it something else. Boy, I hope you win this. That would be cool. <laughs> yes, well, I would enjoy doing it. I've, I've made quilts doing that, using old stuff. Because that's the way my grandmother made quilts, you know. Yeah, my grandmother used to make those quilts off of It's like a whole patch thing that she was doing. But from the Magnolia market thingy that you could go to. I'm sorry, I call it a thingy. <laughs> it's a whole big store. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun to spend mm-hmm. some money there. Magnolia Market and Garden. You'll eat the Magnolia table. And it's all because you believe in the ministry of his radio because this is connected to our first day of share which is on November the 5th. So text the word Waco to 800-447-7234. I am curious if Allie, and she can't, by the way, but if she did win this, and it's a shopping spree that's there too, what would you get? Cupcakes. Hmm. Do you have coupons? I'd bring one back for you guys. Oh, oh isn't you. that nice? Either one of us eat them Maybe now. she should win it. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. To have a piece of a taco John's like Allison, well, then wait till you hear what some other people have done at 800-447-7234. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim on his radio. Michelle says we would drive from Delaware to Williamsburg, Virginia, a three-hour drive to go to Captain George's Seafood Buffet, which she believes is closed now. Oh, no. Sorry about that, Michelle. Apparently other people weren't as willing to drive (laughs) (laughs) to Captain George's. Megan says, I drove from Pickens to Cashiers for barbecue. I'm going to need to know where that barbecue place is, Megan, because that sounds pretty good. She's a foodie. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know this, she is a foodie. Yep. Especially if she drives 46 minutes round trip off the interstate on a road trip to go to Taco John's. Thank you for saying it correctly. Yeah, I said it. I've been saying Taco John all morning. She's like, throw throw rocks at me. Now she's going to say taco. Yeah. (laughs) Taco Jan. Okay, so here's here's Jenny. Jenny, what's the story? Me and my sister-in-law, back on my birthday in July, was trying to find, we both had a craving for some good peach ice cream. And she lives in Waxhaw, and I had spent the night with her for my birthday. And we um, took off on an adventure to go find the best peach ice cream. 
and trying to remember where it was we got it when I was from Marshville area. And um, we ended up going down to Peachland and remembered where this place was, that it was in Peachland. And we get there, and it's closed. Oh. It was a Sunday they had closed at 2 o'clock. So we ended up settling for something else that just, I, it never did hit that taste bud. Don't give up. Try again next year. You know, I'll probably try again sooner than that because I know another place down in, McMe- down in McBee at McLeod's Farm. Um, they have whatever fruit is in season. They have cobbler all the time, and it is awesome. Rob, Allison, and Jim. I think we heard from one person who said that they traveled, correct me if I'm wrong, 20 hours mm, to get to one for place? a hoagie. 20 hours. Mm-hmm. Which now I have to have, because if someone's willing to drive 20 hours for a hoagie, there must be something special about I it. I hope she's not disappointed if she does that. <laughs> 800-447-7234. What about you? What is your story? What did you travel to for hours or minutes that was out of the way because you just loved it? So the reason we're talking about this is because my husband was kind enough to let me drive 23 miles out of the way so I could go to Taco John's. And Amy texted and she said, that's not too far for Taco John's. I love Taco John's. I plan my trips to North Dakota around Taco John stops. So it's a planned thing. Yeah. Yours was impromptu, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I've always known this one was out there. And waiting for me. So you saw the exit number. It's like, let's go. Yep. All right. So we have Dallas along with us. Dallas, what's your story? My kids were younger. We were living in California, and we're from South Texas. And there were no Cracker Barrels or Water Burgers to be found in the entire state of California. My husband and I had found um, a place that was about two and a half hours away that had both a Water Burger and a Cracker Barrel. So we drove out of state about two and a half, three hours so that we could have Cracker Barrel and bring Waterburger back home with us. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. There's a lot of things going on these days, you know, a lot of serious crimes. And, of course, cities have been wiped out by natural disasters. I mean, a little literal city in, in Florida just wiped clean. There's been flooding. But we got to put all that on the back burner right now. Because there's something serious happening in Savannah. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you're not going to believe it, somebody put googly eyes on a statue. What? Mm-hmm. No way. You know those really expensive uh, eyes you get at craft stores that you put on felt and stuff, you just glue them, and they fall off if a fly lands on them? Oh, yeah. why do they always fall off? Oh, they're cheap. But on the Revolutionary War General Nathaniel Green statue, it's kind of like one of those plaques, those three-dimensional plaques. I know what you're talking about. Someone uh, just put googly eyes on his face. <laughs> Can you believe that? So Rob, I'm, it's not funny. I'm <laughs> sorry I find that <laughs> funny. It's crime. We're going to pull resources from all these other areas, and we're going to be searching for this person. We're going to put the googly eyes on the statue. The city of Savannah is actually kind of upset about it. I can understand why. I mean, no one to face, you know, something so historic like that. Well, if they wait another five minutes, they'll fall off. But uh, at least they do all my crafts every Thursday. Isn't that funny? No, it's not supposed to be funny. No, it's not. Kids, do not do this. Stop making it funny. 
As soon as we find this person, we'll make an example out of them. Oh, you will? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to see to it. I'll see to it. She's uh -huh. still funny when she's sick. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You know, uh, Michael came through the area with a lot of rain and winds and stuff like that. I don't know if you remember that or not. But uh, in the Lake Murray area <clears throat> in South Carolina, mm -hmm. they, um, there's this neighborhood where... They're like being overtaken by crawfish or crayfish or crawdaddies, whatever you want to call them. There's little miniature lobsters. And uh, so this, this lady, Peggy, she's out there, you know, videoing this and she is just, she just can't believe it. This is like the craziest thing. Gotta be careful because there's some tiny baby ones that you'll see. There you go, looky. Yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all. Oh, y'all. Yeah, looky there, all those crawl daddies. You know, you come up to them and then they like put their little claws up and they're like, yeah, go, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> like you're going to be backing off. They do look like they would pinch a lot, but I don't think they'll really take you down. But yeah, the whole yard is just like swarming with them. Real? So they got all displaced and don't even know where they are, huh? Yeah, they're all confused. Huh. Lake go, just point me to the lake, is what they're saying. But we can't really understand crawfish. What's so. going to happen to them if they don't get back to the lake? They will not live. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You're so upset. I am. So they're probably thinking, wait, we didn't know all this was up here. They might just move. They might say. like it very well, huh? Yeah, she said that. But they some, need water. Somewhere. Well, they got go, little, go give them water. They got those little Dixie cups. Yeah. They're carrying it in one claw. Yeah, or a coffee mug. Anything. <laughs> yeah. She said there's a bunch of them in a garage. It's kind of like they're nesting in there. Yeah. Or whatever, crawl, yeah, crawl, crawfish, cray, crayfish, crawdad. They're all the same thing. Yeah, I want to hit it all.